Krishna, thank you so much for being in the Vautan class. I've been told that you all kindly lit already Kirtan. So we will continue with the recitation Srimad Bhavatan, if you don't mind. Time is running. It's flying. Okay. Om Namo Bhavate Vasudevahaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevahaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevahaya Narayanam Namaskriptyam Narantjaiva Narotaman Devin Sarasutim Vyasan Tatoya Nutiraje Oh, Mishnu Padayakishna Pestayo, the Dishimitashi, the Hanopis, Aksami, Tinone, among Mishnu Padayakishna Pestayo, the Rivaktiv and Tashami, Itinane. So the text for today is on the board, Srimad Vavatan. Canto 7, chapter 1, text 22. If you can repeat, please. Sri Badarani Yer Uvacha Ragya Tatvacha Akarni Akarma. 
Narada-bhagavan-rishi Dushta-prahatam-avasya Srimbhatsya-tat-sadakata Srivadaranir-uvacha Ragyastatvacha akarnya Narado Bhagavan Rishi Tushtat Prahatam Avasya Srimbatyastat Sadatkata Ragyastadvacha Akarnya Narado Bhagavan Rishi Tushta Prahatan Avasya Srimbatyastad Sadakataha Anyone would like to repeat, please? Srivadaraniruvacha Prayastadvacha Akarnya Narado Bhagavan Rishi Tushta Prabhasya Srimbastya Tatsadakata Anyone else? Ladies? Sri Vadarani Ruvacha Srivadaraniruvacha Radhasta Chatakarnya Narado Bhagavan Rishi Dushta Prahatam Avasya Srimbatyastat Sadakata Okay, word by word. If you can't please, please. Sri Badaranirvacha. Sri Sukadeva Goswami said. Ragya Odekin Judistir. Tat Dos Vata Words Akarnya After Hearing. Narada, Narada Muni, Bhagavan, Powerful, Rishi, Says, Tusta, Being Satisfied, Praha, Spoke, Tam, Him, Avasya, After Addressing, Sorry, After Addressing, Srimbatya, sorry, Srimbatya Tatsada, in the presence of the assembly members. Kata, the topics. Translation. Sri Sukadeva Goswami said, after hearing the request of Maharaj Yudhisthira, Narada Muni, the most powerful spiritual master who knew everything, was very pleased. Thus, he replied in the presence of everyone taking part in the Jagya. 
This text doesn't have purpose, so we continue with text 23. Translation. The great sage Sri Narada Mun Sri Naradaji said, O King, blasphemy and praise, chast chastisement and respect are experienced because ignorance. Should I repeat this part? Very important. Blasphemy and praise, chastisement and respect I experience because of ignorance. The body of the conditioned soul is planned by the Lord for suffering in the material world through the agency of the external energy. Okay, I'll repeat the, next, the second part again. The body of the conditioned soul is planned by the Lord for suffering in the material world through the agency of the external energy. This, this translation is quite intense to my understanding. <laughs> so two blocks quite uh, taking time to digest. So let's see what Srila Prabhupada says, purport. <clears throat> In the Bhagavad Gita, 1861, it is said, Ishvara <speaking in Hebrew> The Supreme Lord is situated in everyone's heart, O Arjun. It is and is directing the wandering of the living entities who are situated as on who are situated as on a machine made of material energy. A material body is manufactured by the external energy according to the directions of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The conditioned soul, being situated on this machine, wanders through the universe, and because of his bodily conception of life, he only suffers. Actually, the suffering of, the <clears throat> of being blasphemed or enjoying or of the enjoyment of being prized is accepted of a good welcome or the chastisement by harsh words. Sorry. The acceptance of, of a good welcome or chastisement by good words are felt in this material conception of life. But since the, body of the Supreme, since the body of the Supreme Personality of Godhead is not material, but Sachit Ananda Vigraha, he is not affected by insults or greetings, blasphemy or prayers. Being always unaffected and complete, he does not feel extra pleasure when offered nice prayers by the devotee. Although the devotee benefit by offering prayers to the Lord, indeed, the Lord is very kind to his so-called enemy because one who always thinks of the, of, the, of the personality of Godhead as an enemy also benefits. Although he thinks of the Lord adversely, if a conditioned soul thinks the Lord as an enemy or as a friend, or a friend, somehow or another become attached to the Lord, he receives great benefit. Hmm. I repeat again the translation of both texts. <clears throat> Sri Sukadeva Goswami said, after hearing the request of Maharaj Yudhisthir, Narada Muni, the most powerful spiritual master who knew everything, was very pleased. 
Thus, he replied, the pres he replied in the presence of everyone taking part in the Jagya. The great sage Sri Naradaji said, O King, blasphemy and praise, chastisement and respect are experienced because of ignorance. The body of the conditioned soul is planned by the Lord for suffering in the material world through the agency of the external energy. Ananginati Miranda Shaki Ananginati Salakaya Chakshurumitanjena Tasmai Sri Guravena Maha Mukankaroti Vatsalam Fangun Langaya Tegirin Jatkrita Tamaham Bande Sri Gududi Tarina Paramananda Vardhanan Sri Chaitanya Ishwaram Amaum Vishnu Padaya Krishna Presaya Bhutale Sri Mate Vaktivedanta Swami Tinamine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvise Sasunjavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Srivas Adi Gauravakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Bancha Kalpa Taruyacha, Kripa Sindhu Vyayavacha, Patita Nampa Vane Vyavashta Vyavyonamonamaha. Well, first of all, my apologies. I didn't know that we have to give the class. Somebody else was lost in the class, but some miscommunications. So please, let's talk together because I have no idea what I have to say. So let's digest this message of Srila Prabhupada, what he's telling us, and these pages of Srimad Bhattana, what Bhavatan, what Krishna is telling us in these pages of Bhavatan. So to my understanding uh, at this point, quite interesting statements uh, when, for example, in the beginning of the first text that we read, Narada Muni is glorified of the, as the most powerful spiritual master who knew everything and he was pleased. Um, so that to me is like a quite interesting. He is the well, in the Bhagavatam, we learn and we hear a lot of pastimes how Narada Muni preached and all his uh, ingenious, creative uh, ways for preaching, different techniques, uh, according the needs, according the capacity of understanding of the person who wants he to receive this knowledge, and not just receive the knowledge, but get benefited and achieve the, maxim the most uh, cherishable goal in life, get liberated, Krishna Prema. So, in the previous cantos, we thought about even using analogies, trying to enlighten Prachinavarti Maharaj because he wasn't able to understand direct preaching. And also, for example, here, he said he knows all these praise, praises here for Nara Muni is that he is the most powerful master and he knows everything, and he was pleased. What can be so pleasing to a, such a person like Narada Muni, who, who knows everything, he is very knowledgeable and powerful, so in one sense self-satisfied, if we can say. So what can be so pleasing for him or to him? Do you understand the question? And wh what is happening, for example, previously, well, this text, this, we are reading how Yudhisthira Maharaj is posing a question to him about who, because it's so concerned, it's quite uh, confusing or even uh, difficult to understand the attitude of Krishna. And Yudhisthira Maharaj is trying to understand something. Do you know what is that Yudhisthira Maharaj previously asked uh, Narada Muni in the previous text? Do you remember? Bhaktasak? Do you remember what else? 
Yo dije, ¿Arash? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The chapter is the Supreme Lord is equal to everybody, everyone. So he is impartial. But what was the question that Yudhisthira Maharaj asked Narada Muni? Sibia, do you remember? Yeah, that's right. It was very uh, confusing for Yudhisthira Maharaj how Sisupad, who was so-called enemy of Krishna, blaspheming Krishna, insulting Krishna, he got liberated. How is that possible? That is his question. And uh, Yudhisthira, oh, sorry, Narada Muni, by hearing this question, he was so pleased. Why? Do you understand why? What is the, well, we're trying to understand the nature of Narada Muni. Yes, Prabhu. Why? Because he, he has a chance to glorify Lord Krishna. He? he has a chance to glorify that, Lord Krishna. That's right. Because by the question of Yudhisthin Maharaj, he's having the opportunity to glorify Krishna, to talk and about the qualities of Krishna. Inspired. Yeah. And not just that, he also acknowledged the quality of the audience because Yudhisthin Maharaj didn't ask any nonsense question. It was a question related to the nature of Krishna. How is that Krishna is granting a liberation to somebody who is so opposite to him, who is against him? So it's another opportunity, as Mahatma Prabhu said, to glorify Krishna, his qualities. So Narada Muni, who knows everything and he is powerful, he is pleased by the opportunities that he can get to glorify the Lord and be engaged in service and also helping others to get enlightened through this spiritual knowledge. So that, that is the first part that I thought it would be nice if we can remember, try to see the context, what is happening. And now the most powerful preacher, this most powerful spiritual master who knows everything, is saying something very strong, to my knowledge, not to my understanding. Yes, and now his instruction, now the first thing that he said is blasphemy and respect, well, blasphemy and prayers, uh, chastisement and respect, I experienced just by, because of ignorance. So probably it's something that you all, like me, got the experience sometimes in our interaction with devotees or with people in general, even with ourselves. We have those experiences of uh, feeling sometimes chastised or feeling upset because somebody didn't respect us properly or we feel excited or encouraged when somebody prizes us or, for example, we get some kind of so-called achievements. And he said this is just out of ignorance. Those emotions, those feelings, or those thoughts that we enjoy or we suffer, it's just because of ignorance. Do you agree with that? Is ignorance, why is ignorance? Why no, uh, it's uh, good knowledge or self, well, so no experience or knowledge that helped you, for example, respect and uh, some kind of, uh, for example, prizes. It's not something that helps you for your self-esteem and is creating a healthy emotional life. It wouldn't be taken in that way. Is that ignorance? Are you agree with that or not? Please help me to talk about that. <laughs> Sorry? Is remain ignorance. May, may I know why? Because if you don't really know that you're not just a cross body, 
Yeah, that's right. Prabhupada, in the, te in the purpose, he, he gives us, or he's giving us the real understanding why we have, how we can understand this. It's because it's material conception of life. When we understand that we are the body, all, everything related to the body, we have physical body, subtle body, so, but it's, we, it's some bodies or some, some, there are things that belong to us or they were given to us, but we, those are not us. So because of that material conception of life, those experience of suffering or blasphemy and get hurt by that remains, as Prabhu said, in ignorance because it's based in false understanding what is our real nature. As a spiritual souls, we have different nature, different qualities, same like Krishna. In the Purvath Prabhupada said, Krishna is Sachit Ananda Vigraha. By nature, we share that, those characteristics also as a spiritual soul. That is our uh, constitutional nature as a spiritual souls. When we are in a conditional state covered by false understanding who we are, we are not able to experience that transcendental nature. So then we, ha we get affected by all the influence of material nature. Like, a, for example, in this case, ignorance or our false ego get affected due to false knowledge, who we are, our false identity. But also I was questioning myself, when devotees, in the, as a, well, in this, our case as a practicing devotees, somehow another, because of the power of the process, perhaps no our qualification yet, but because the power of the knowledge, the blessings of pure devotees, Prabhupada, Krishna, we got the experience of some transcendental, um, I would say, moments, even qualities, because it's said in the Bhagavatam, the, the body has qualities like a demigods when it's engaged in devotional service. Why? Because it's connected with the root, with Krishna. In those many moments when we are really connected, in tune with Krishna, that nature of us is awakened, it's experience. When by Krishna's mercy we have the opportunity to appreciate and glorify devotees, like, like in this case, for example, here, glorifying and to Narada Muni as the most powerful master who, who knows everything, is a prize, so prayers to him. So, do you think that a devotee who perceives that is in a wrong conception because he's praising Narada Muni for his qualities? So, it would, we can extrapolate, for example, when blasphemy or lack of respect or chastisement to somebody or to our personal experience is based on, he said here, ignorance. So we can say better not to prize anybody, not, not to respect anybody because it's just ignorance. It will, we can think in that way because they are not a body, they are a spiritual soul that is not related to the person. So, but at the same time here, we are, we are hearing praises to Narada Muni. And he is not God. He is a spiritual master. He is... Uh, Sakya Vishavatar, Krishna's, uh, he empowered, he's, and uh, yeah, Sakya Vishavatar, an empowered spiritual soul. So, how we can understand this? If his prizes shouldn't be given or shouldn't be offered, in what sense these prizes can be valid and not remaining in the platform of ignorance? Because as a practicing devotees, these activities are constant and we are encouraged to practice. Yes, Prabhuji. 
Yeah. Yeah. So when um, in relation to Krishna, when we Krishna will not get either um, like Dr. mentioned, will not get affected by Vastain or because he is not on the bodily platform. Yeah. Whereas we get disturbed because we are on the bodily platform. Your question to, to should we offer praise or not? Because Narayani is not God or Krishna. Whereas for him, when senior devotees or the topmost guru, for them it's very clear what is shadow and what is substance. Yeah. Substance is their relationship to Krishna. So they will not be perturbed uh, by our blasphemy or prayers praise. or praise. Whereas we, devotees that are praising, we will benefit by offering prayers. Yeah. That's a good point, Prabhu. Thank you. Very valid. And I was thinking more in the sense, for example, why in Bhagavatam constantly we hear prayers to Krishna and his devotees? And what are those valids? It's because we are not praising material qualities. <clears throat> in this case, Narada Muni is the topmost spiritual master, not because he knows everything in material science. He knows the topmost science in the spiritual science about the spiritual soul. And his qualities is because connected with the absolute truth, Krishna. So the, those exist in the absolute realm. So those are real. So in that sense, we are getting benefit. And of course, we are doing the right things. No ignorance doesn't remain in ignorance because it's based in the absolute truth that is reality. Yes, Prabhuji. That's right. Because we are transcendental platform, we are getting connected to Krishna. Yes, and by doing it, we get benefits. Even that we are not qualified to, to do it, because again, as a practicing devotees under the influence of the modes of nature, we don't have the capacity to do it in that platform. But because, but because of Prabhupada, Krishna, and the process itself, we get that benefit by doing it even without qualification. And eventually, we will reach that platform by mercy. Eh? Okay, that's a good point. So perhaps so we can encourage all of us to keep offering praises and respecting everybody based on that platform, without understanding we are respecting everybody as a spiritual souls and because they are part and partial of Krishna and also they are Krishna's energy as well. The body or, or everything related to the body, so it's Krishna's energy as well. When we have that understanding connected to the course or the, the source of everything means Krishna. So it's re everything is uh, stop being material because everything is connected with the transcendental realm, Krishna. So regain that transcendental nature, the spiritual nature. But all depends of our consciousness, how we see things. 
So let's help each other to get, at least try to understand theoretically and eventually realize this knowledge. So the next part that is a bit uh, another <laughs> block to digest is said that this body of the con conditioned soul is planned by the Lord to suffer. Okay, the body. It's expensive. So we are talking about the physical body and the subtle body. Because pain and suffering, different levels, of the different experience of the same thing. Physical aspect is pain, but the suffering is more in the subtle body. Because there are people who can tolerate the pain physically. They have some levels of resistance. But this, uh, the, it said that the most intense pain that somebody can experience is more subtle. It's the suffering that the mind experience. If the mind is strained, even the body can be severed, some limbs of the body can be severed. And if the mind is strained, no pain would be experienced. But if the mind is not properly trained, or any feeling of suffering that the mind experiences is more intense than the physical pain that we can experience. So, so different aspects of the same emotion in one sense, if we can say, that all of us we experience in this life, <laughs> and it's planned by the Lord. How we can explain that Krishna is so merciful, he loves us, he doesn't want his living entities, his sons, his creation to suffer. Why suffering is imposed on us? Because it's already in plan. It's already planned there by Krishna himself. How we can understand this aspect? Please help me to understand this. Yes, Matuji. Should I give her the microphone because you have? Thank you. I think for devotees is like we get the like Krishna takes all our karma and then he gives us like good and bad karma to bring us closer to him. And so that way we are suffering, but we are actually um, uh, we are we are getting free from the cycle of birth and death. But my understanding is that for non-devotees, when they suffer, they are getting their karma by the laws of nature, and then they are getting entangled because I think the tendency is still there because they are not practicing bhakti yoga. Mm. But for us, the tendency is going, and Krishna is giving us that to bring us closer to him. Mm. Okay, thank you. Any other comments? Thank you, Mataji. Why we have to suffer? It's Krishna's plan for us to suffer. Yes, Prabhuji. The microphone. If this uh, like material world and body was very comfortable, we would have no reason for us to want to come out because it makes us understand that this place is not our home. You know, it's uh, not okay. our it's actual no nature. Yeah, it's like a. So this is not your place. So you will remain uncomfortable. So encouragement for you to go, work to go back to the spiritual world. Yes, good point. Another, you, would you like to say something else, Prabhu? Yeah, as uh, Zach said, it's very important that we should know that we are conditioned soul, and we will know only by suffering. Mm. If we don't get suffering, we will never try to, as you said, in a, we are comfortable zone. Mm -hmm. We are in such a comfortable zone that we don't want to think of Krishna. We yeah. just want to enjoy sense gratification. That, that, so, that, that so, reminds me of uh, Kunti Maharani. That's right. The Kunti Maharani prayers. You remember? It's, yeah. It's me, give me more suffering, more Yeah, more suffering more so I can remember you more. Yeah. And why, for example, in the case of Kunti Maharani, she's asking for more troubles, more problems, 
more suffering, why she is asking for that? So that she can remember Krishna more and That's more. That's right. That is the point. Yeah. Because by remembering Krishna, because we need those stimuli. Because without those stimulus, probably we have not, in, in our conditioning state, basically, we won't remember Krishna, we won't think of Krishna. So we need those kind of uh, unsettled moments or suffering circumstances that say, oh, Krishna, please, I need your help. Krishna, protect me. Krishna, help me to understand this situation. So it's connecting with Krishna. So welcome those of difficult situations because it's the only way how can I remember Krishna, I connect myself with Krishna. That is the attitude of Kunti Maharani. Hopefully, eventually, we can imbibe those, that mood too. Because suffering is part of the life experience that we have all to understand. Uh, I was trying to see, for example, the benefit of Krishna consciousness. Well, I grew up in a family that my childhood, my family was in Krishna consciousness. They were trying to practice spiritualism in different way. But I never heard that suffering is part of the life experience when I was a child. I came to know that in Krishna consciousness, but it took me time to digest that, to really understand. So at this stage in my life, I said, okay, suffering is part of this experience. I should not get so much agitated. It will come and pass, but it takes me time to digest. But if our kids in Krishna consciousness are trained with that understanding. It's real knowledge because suffering is, in, I was, the word would be, is ignorant in the material life experience. It's something that everybody experiences. And if we, not, if we learn to, how to deal with it without getting agitated or understanding the purpose of that, so it, we achieve a lot of benefit and even uh, not get affected by that. Because for example, here, why Krishna wants us to suffer? Oh, he plans suffering. It's not because he wants. He wants us to be happy. Krishna is not a bad person. Okay, I'll chastise you. You have to suffer in this material world. I already planned for you. It's not like that. Krishna sees us as spiritual souls, and all the arrangements that he does for us, from his eyes, is all that helps. I'm helping my dear soul to come back to me. I'm helping, this will help this soul to regain his spiritual knowledge. This arrangement will awaken his spiritual consciousness, because out of love, I want him or I want this spiritual soul to quickly purify and come back to his uh, real home and be eternally happy. That is his position. <clears throat> that is his mentality. He is trying to help us. And some specific arrangements that he does it, because he sees us as spiritual souls, not as the bodies, sometimes for our perception, those arrangements can be hurting, but not us as a spiritual souls, because the spiritual soul never can be hurt, never can be cut. We, we hear or we learn that in Bhagavad Gita, second canto, or second chapter. But <clears throat> we feel suffering only when we are too much false identified with the body. The body, the suffering exists only in the platform or the physical and mental body, not at the level of the spiritual soul. So it's also another way to understand the connection when it's said about the first part where Narauni explained about prices and chastisement, things like that. It's out of ignorance based on false identification of who we are. And the suffering that we can experience is based on that too based on that false understanding who we are. Uh, the suffering that exists in the spiritual world is the different nature. It's more, for example, 
the intensity, how can I do better service for the Lord? Krishna didn't come this time, but I'll try to look for this way. Maybe he's in another place. Looking, all this, those kind of sufferings that the living entity, the pure souls experience over there. But the, ex the experience of suffering that we have here is only because it's experience based on the, the level of identification that we have with our physical body. And also that barriers. I don't know if you remember when you started uh, in Krishna consciousness, because I can see variety of devotees, devotees with a lot of experience in Krishna consciousness, like Mahatma Prabhu. <laughs> devotees who are being practiced in the spiritual life for quite a while, and devotees who are kind of new or young. So the experience that we can have of the same circumstance can affect us in different levels. If you are more advanced in your spiritual practice or in your spiritual consciousness, the same experience that can produce some intense suffering to somebody, that experience can be less suffering for, a, for somebody who is more advanced in Krishna consciousness. Or even well, ourselves, we see things in a different way. For example, pardon me if I put my personal example, but I don't know at the moment how can I say it, but I remember before I used to have difficulties of my mind get agitated and suffering when I didn't have some kind of uh, tasty prasad and sometimes somebody took it, oh no, it is not, this time they didn't give me, oh I didn't get some stuff. But at this stage in my life, I won't suffer anymore for that, I guess, so please forgive me. Just, but I'll receive other effects, a little bit, I, I become a little more resilient to that level of pain or suffering. Perhaps other, other things are affecting me more, but not anymore at those gross levels, because we are growing too. The same experience, we can, uh, the same circumstance can affect us in different levels according to our level of consciousness. Yeah. Yes, Prabhuji. <clears throat> I can tell you another example of Kapil Dev. Lord Kapil Dev is uh, preaching to his mother, Devuti. When Kardamamuni had left at that stage, for, uh, Kanto Fourth, Bhagavatam Kanto Fourth. Third. Yeah. Kanto, Kanto Three. three. Kapilamuni and the yeah. Kardamamuni is telling how, because he was so happy when the mother said that I am extremely unhappy after Kardamamuni had left her, she felt so, he says, she's completely entangled in Maya and please preach to me. Then the son was very happy. Kapildev was very, very happy and then he gave the whole concept of the uh, the how to get out of this Maya. Yeah. So yeah, this is another good example. Yeah, thank you. Kapil Dev. Teaching uh, the Kapil Dev. Uh, I was trying, to, sorry, I'm just mumbling many things in my brain right now, but uh, <laughs> I'm thinking about the nature of suffering uh, in the life experience of a devotee. When, as a practicing devotee, how we can relate uh, because suffering is part of our life experience. That he gave the whole that. Sankhya philosophy. Yeah. The, the whole Sankhya philosophy, how to get rid of this three modes of material nature and yeah. how to do So he was very, very happy when the mother told that, and he, then he thought that mother is completely surrendered. Only when you surrender, then you hear all these things. When you yeah. don't surrender to Lord, you don't want to hear those things. Yeah. Uh, I, also, I was trying to understand how, for example, it's not in the in life of a devotee, it's not like a things we, den uh, um, I would say, deny things or we neglect things and um, becoming transcendental to those things. It's the way how we interact with them in different consciousness. For example, Devotees, advanced devotees, they also use suffering for their loving exchanges. I was trying to remember, for example, there is a song, beautiful song, Narutanda Stagur, when he was suffering out of separation of one devotee, Ramachandra, that's Ramachandra, no, Ramachandra Purino. But it was, uh, he's uh, crying, and it's the song that we sung 
all the time when uh, we, it's the feeling of separation, Tirubhava ceremonies, uh, and the, but it's suffering, but on a different level, because the interaction, again, is using all the elements of the material creation, but in a different way, because using it more for loving exchanges and devotional aspect, so it's using those aspects in their real essence because everything emanates from Krishna. All those elements that exist for us here, if we <clears throat> use it with proper consciousness, they can facilitate our spiritual growth and also <laughs> benefit. Again, the, the point here is by even, you, like uh, Prabhupada said, and also Prabhu's contribution, by using praises and things to other devotees, perhaps the devotee, advanced devotees, doesn't get confused with that, but by us practicing, the, by us, us as a practicing devotees, we get benefit of that. So in that way, using things in the material creation for our devotional service, even suffering, can be a source of purification and um, advancement in our spiritual life. That is what I wanted to say. But if you like to comment something else, yes, Prabhu. The statement is, the body of the conditioned soul is planned by the Lord for suffering in the material world through the agency of the external energy. So, Obviously, it could be really misunderstood, this statement, that is this a sadistic God, you know, who's planned the suffering of everyone and getting some enjoyment out of it. Mm. Um, on the onset, there is no suffering or enjoyment of the spirit soul in the material world. Uh, the verse itself says, avivekena kalpita. Kalpita means imagination and aviveka means without discrimination. So mm. the experience of happiness and suffering in the material world is aviveka kalpita. It's an imagination in the subtle body, in the mind. So the spirit soul cannot be touched by the material body. So there is the experience of the material body, but the soul exists independently. Mm -hmm. Having said that, that Sankhya, the practical experiences that we do go through, you know, experiences of happiness and suffering in the material world. So to understand the body of the conditioned soul is planned by the Lord, for suffering, uh, my understanding is the, the plan of the experience of suffering is to invoke the spirit of inquiry. Because by nature, the soul is anandamaya bhyasat, the very nature of us is to seek happiness. And of the two experiences between happiness and suffering, suffering is the stronger experience. We, we don't seek, why am I happy? But we, we seek the question, the answer to the question, why am I suffering? Why am I sad? And that leads to the higher inquiry. That I want happiness, I want to be happy. Why am I suffering? What am I doing wrong? I've tried everything. I'm trying hard to be happy. I'm sincere with my efforts for enjoyment. Mm -hmm. And yet I'm not happy. Why am I suffering? Where is the disconnect? So that leads to that existential uh, you know, 101 inquiry, you know, you are spirit soul, now therefore inquire about the absolute truth. Atato Brahma Jigyasa. This disconnect between what I want, my, my nature, and what my experience with suffering is, it, it invokes that inquiry that there has, to be a, there has to be another way. I want to be happy always, but I'm not despite my endeavors. So where is the disconnect? It leads to that, you know, spirit of inquiry to find out and then that can lead towards the spiritual dimension. Thank you. Thank you for your contribution. Certainly, um, that's one of the functions, yes, uh, awakening inquiring, because it's not something that I would say in 99% of uh, everybody in with a physical body is looking for suffering. Everybody wants to be happy. And it's one of the mantras that also we use for preaching. Nobody wants to suffer, everybody, everybody wants happiness. But we experience suffering 
without even looking for it. It's there. Yes, uh, in the beginning, and for that reason we are here, I guess all the devotees who are practicing Krishna consciousness, they, they also question, why is this? And it, we have that um, a statement established for Srila Prabhupada from the very beginning. We are not looking for suffering, but we are experiencing how we can deal with that. But at the same time, it's just theoretical understanding. We go, I'm here practicing the process for, please forgive me, but a little bit a while. But I'm still struggling in my dealings with suffering. I didn't realize yet that it's just my physical mind, or my body and my mind. It's still some effect, oh, I have to suffer. Like yesterday, too hot. I was struggling with that, the heat. And, uh, I know that I'm a spiritual soul, but it's still theoretical for me. So in that way, for example, but and uh, I was the best example in question of dealing suffering is to me personally is Queen Kunti. She is a self-realized soul, very advanced body in a female body. We can say. She doesn't question many things, but she does. You know, the nature of her prayers reveals the deep knowledge of uh, and high understanding. But at the same time, <clears throat> as a practicing devotee, she helps us to understand how, or what we should, or how we should deal with suffering. It's not just the theoretical understanding now why is happening. This, you know, it's okay. This is suffering here, so how can I use this now? in my level. I use this suffering because it's the way how can I remember Krishna? How can I approach to Krishna in a humble way, say, please, Krishna, help me? And it's one of the process for surrender. Well, being a, a humble and say, Krishna, I can't do anymore. Please help me. This is, I need you, Krishna. Please help me. And Krishna wants that. <clears throat> Yesterday or last night, I was in, uh, trying to check, somebody sent me a link in YouTube, uh, so I was trying to check a YouTube video, and a lot of advertisement there. But because the video that I was trying to check is something spiritual, so the advertisement was a bit related to that too. And the advertisement was, uh, it's a, an app, the prayers app, and the person who was talking about this app she said, well, I, I was angered, I, I was shouting at God, and by he, he somehow another by shouting at God, why is this happening? I felt peace in my heart. I guess her understanding is, I guess he, only, he wants me to talk to him because the peace of our experience, even by shouting at God and crying or calling at him, by experiencing peace in my heart, I understand that what God wants is me to talk to him, me to approach to him. That is the, that is the advertisement of that app. And I said, oh, that is definitely Krishna consciousness, because it's what we are trying to do. You know, what is, for example, when we talk about suffering, it's just that aspect, that experience of crying out to Krishna, please come, please help me. And that is why Queen Kunti is helping us as a practicing devotees how we can deal with suffering. Because it's something that we will experience again and again, again and again, again and again. Hmm? Yes, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna. As Prabhuji said, Anandmayo Abhyasat. We all want to be happy all the time. So the two, the way to get out is Naam and Pranam. Holy name is the most important thing. That's number one. And number two is Pranam. Obeisances to the deities. Mm -hmm. Obeisances to the Lord, Lotus Feet. So these are the two ways how we can get out of this misery, miserable mm. condition. So we remember these two things, Naam and Pranam. Yeah, we have the process. Let's apply the process yeah, yeah, and help each yeah. other to do it in a better, uh, more effective yeah. way. And be Krishna time. consciousness. Be Krishna consciousness. Yeah, let's help each other to yeah. do that. And if you are in mode of goodness, 
and then you go to Shilsatva, and then you get the Krishna's lotus feet. <coughs> Thank right. you very much. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Thank you again. <coughs> if there is no other comment, I apologize again for this very uh, no prepared class. My name is for tomorrow, <laughs> and I didn't read anything. Sorry, but yes, Savia, the microphone. Hare Krishna Mataji, thank you for the nice class. You were talking about pain and suffering. So my question is, when we have pain and suffering, does Lord Krishna, like, f does he care about our pain? Because, because uh, um, our pain and suffering comes due to our karma in our past life. So does he care about our pain? Does he feel the pain we're getting? Yes, this, yes, I will say yes, Krishna cares for our pain. Yeah, she said, her, if I understood properly, her question is that we experience suffering and even some previous karma. Her question is if that Krishna cares for our pain or when we are in pain, Krishna cares? That is the question. Yes, Krishna cares, definitely, for sure. And um, he's arranging, yes, he makes some arrangement for us to so-called suffering because of the level of the body at the mind. But also he's helping to see what can aid us to come out happily, or we can come out from that circumstance a bit more with relief and happiness. For example, listening class about and class, helping us to see, oh yes, this is the way if I talk to Krishna, he, or if I ask Krishna for help, he will help me in my suffering. It's another way that he is also helping you because he cares. But also there, is, there are many ways how Krishna is helping us or is caring by giving us, for example, the ability to deal with our pain. I remember many times from the very beginning in Krishna consciousness, devotees used to tell me, Krishna will never give you a test that you are not able to overcome. It will be always proportional to your capacity. So he will give you the strength to overcome the difficulties. He's not leaving you alone. And uh, yes, and always, Let's remember that perhaps in the moment when we experience difficulties, we are not able to see Krishna's hands or Krishna's present in that very moment. But if we, after sometimes, look back, we will see, oh, this is the outcome. Oh, Krishna, oh, at the end, this, oh, what's, this is the way how Krishna was showing me this. And the experience, after sometimes you realize, helping you become stronger or connected better with some devotees or looking for options that are different or changing your perspective of the circumstance of people, so improving your own personality as well. But it's just a question of time to see how Krishna is caring. I'm telling you by my personal experience, I many times having very difficult situations externally, but after sometimes looking back, I say, oh, Krishna is so kind. You did it this in this way. You make me in this way. Oh, this way. Now in Melbourne, better place. Oh, with better devotees, Gurada Valava. So he's caring. He is caring, definitely. Okay, that answers your question? He also gives He also helps us. Yes, he gives you a lot of facilities, very good association of devotees, spiritual master, good parents, like Mohini, Madana Mohini Mataji and your siblings, and the good community here in Melbourne, Radha Bhadava, these services, yeah? Any other comment and question? Thank you so much for your, your attention, your contribution, and please forgive me any of possible confusion or offenses.